Welcome to our Holden Village podcast. For over 50 years now, Holden Village has traveled a rich history of faith that has transformed a copper mining town into a vibrant place of education, programming, and worship. Holden has sought to welcome all who seek contemplation and community in the remote wilderness of the beautiful Cascade Mountains. We continue to invite people of all ages to come alongside our rhythms, which inspire and equip travelers for a sustainable life of faith outside the village. And we continue to listen and reflect on our story and history and seek to discover our place in God's creative mission in our world. Our podcasts are a way of sharing our conversations with our teaching faculty around reformation, the reforming of our relationships with the earth with each other, and with a divine. Let's tune in and join the conversation. I'm Jeff Kersengrip. I'm a professor of communication studies at the University of Portland. I've been here for two weeks this summer, teaching about two different sets of things. First week was talking about communicating across barriers. So there are three sessions about that, recordings of those available if you're interested. And this week I've been teaching about privilege and white supremacy and negotiating those in the midst of our interactions with each other. And I want to say just two things as part of this talk. One is, many of us who are centered in these identity categories, where we're not part of a marginalized identity like me, often don't really uh, have a lot of comfort being called out. Things that have to do with our own privilege or when I recognize that white supremacy is benefiting me. And one thing I want to say is that it's really normal to feel that way because there are a lot of forces arrayed in the culture that make it normal for those of us in the majority culture not to have to pay attention to that stuff if we don't want to. And in fact, it it even normalizes kind of an angry response to people who want to talk about those things. I'd like to think about checking my privilege in the same way I think about checking my oil or checking my pantry or checking my bank account. Maybe that's the best analogy of all. And to feel the same way about that kind of checking as I would checking my pantry, right? Rather than feeling like, how dare you want me to check in on my white privilege bank account? So the second thing I want to do in this very brief podcast is just to give you a technique, if you like, for what to do when somebody calls you out on something that's related to maybe clueless behavior that you've engaged in. Or things that were well-intentioned but just didn't go very well, and somebody's either calling you out or, even better, calling you in, which is a, a kinder way of being called out. Somebody has decided you're actually worth the time and trouble to maybe offer you some advice so that you can continue to have the kind of right relationships you want with the people in your life. This person's actually offering to help when you're being called in. But this is a technique that can work whether you're being called out or called in. And so that's what I'd like to offer in this podcast as the, the second and final piece. It's an acronym called CLAIM, C-L-A-I-M. And each letter, of course, stands for something. And they're chronological. They're thinking about, so how should I respond? Someone has come to me and called me out on something. Maybe I, I referred to somebody in a way that I could have done better. And somebody noticed that and they want to tell me about that. The normative response in the culture would just be to get mad at the person calling me out and then go run other, run and find other people like me to get some sympathy and say, can you believe this? You know, somebody called me out on this sort of thing. And a much more authentic and useful response for continuing engagement and feeling like the other is not in fact an other but somebody a lot like me is to try out this technique. So here's the C, okay? It's claim. The C is center yourself. 
And what that means is just to remember when somebody's pointing out a behavior, um, you're not being attacked. You are, in fact, a good person. And the other person is not questioning your goodness as a person. They're not even attacking you. They're naming a behavior. And it's about stopping that behavior, stopping harm to others. And so you're either being called in or called out on that behavior. So the C stands for center yourself. Remember that you are not being attacked. You have plenty of standing to be in this conversation. It's not going to cost you a whole lot to stay in it. That's not a very big fee. L is simply to listen. So when somebody has gotten your attention, if you've managed to center yourself and remember that you're not being attacked, don't interrupt. Really do listen. Eye contact if it's appropriate. Think of, don't think of ways to uh, defend yourself. Don't listen just so you're ready with your counter-argument. But really do focus on learning what was harmful in the other person's eyes. And focus also on being empathetic and being compassionate. Treat it as a learning you're being offered. And that takes a little bit of energy. But again, you are way capable of expending that kind of energy. So C, center yourself. L, once you're centered, spend your time listening rather than counter-arguing in your head or getting ready to do that. The A is to acknowledge uh, and maybe apologize if that's possible. And that means something other than explaining why you did something. Okay, Our temptation is always, instead of saying, I'm sorry, is to say, oh, well, I was having this terrible morning and I just ran across this person, blah, blah, blah. I, I really want to give you my justification so I can feel okay about what I did. That's not what this conversation's about. So instead of explaining why you did it, Acknowledge what happened. Agree with any part of it that you can agree. Yes, I remember that conversation. Oh, I did see that look and I wasn't sure how to interpret it. I see it. And apologize if that's needed or requested for any harm that I may have caused. Oftentimes that's not even needed. It's just simply acknowledging, oh yeah, that wasn't a way I was interpreting what was going on. I'm sorry. Then the I is kind of an optional step. So C is center yourself. L is listen. A is acknowledge, apologize. The I is inquire, but this is a big caveat on it. If they consent and have the time and resources, you might ask what you could have done instead and how to make amends for what happened. But again, this is something that shouldn't be, the other person shouldn't have to do this just because they raised the issue with you. One of the ways our privilege shows up is we feel entitled to have other people affirm us for wanting to do the right thing in conversations, and then we oblige them to explain things to us. Well, you're my, you know, you're my lesbian friend of color. Explain what that's like to me. Do it right now. You know, I don't dare ask anybody else, but I'll ask, what do you mean you don't want to tell me? You know, what do you mean you're tired of explaining that piece? I have a friend who says she loves, uh, if she could set aside a day, just one day a month where she would explain black hair to, uh, instead of doing it, you know, a couple times a day, every day for the rest of her life. Or and, uh, one of my students uh, this year was a seven foot one person who said he'd love a day off from explaining, what's it like to be so tall? <laughs> so you think about people in terms of who they often get pigeonholed as, the single identity that gets attributed to them, uh, and how often they're asked to be spokespeople for that identity, and how seldom that falls to people like you and me if we are, in fact, in a majority category. That's emotional baggage you're asking them to, to take on. So inquire is the I, but the M is the important piece, is moving forward. The best apology is changed behavior. So if I manage to center myself, listen, acknowledge, perhaps inquire, if they gave you a reasonable recommendation and maybe some amends you might do, do them. And don't do the harm again. And you might even use this experience to help others learn too. 
Um, so these aren't, they don't feel to me really complicated, but they do feel like, especially if you could talk yourself into the C part, I'm not being attacked. I am, in fact, a good person. This person's naming a behavior, and in fact, they're entrusting me with this kind of critique, because that's a difficult thing to do interpersonally. Why not get in that space? I think if you can do the C, you'll find the other pieces come pretty naturally if you get yourself out of responding to the other person as though they're a threat. And think of them instead as, oh, here's a chance to learn something. The more you do this, the easier it gets. And in fact, the more right relationship you wind up in with other people, in the sense of Martin Luther King's relationships of quality. You wind up with more of those, with people you may not have expected to have them. So there are a lot of forces out there saying, don't have these conversations uh, it's dangerous to some forces out there if we start questioning some of the historic and current economic roots of things like white supremacy uh, and some of the institutionalized pieces of it. It shows up interpersonally for us. And again, it's logical to have your first response be defensive. What I'm suggesting you do is get past that first response and try a second response and see how it goes for you. This is a technique, C-L-A, sometimes I, M as a way of getting through those interactions and, in fact, enjoying them and letting them become other interactions, too. So, good luck. Enjoy. Thanks for joining us for another Holden Village podcast. Be sure to view the links in the description for more information or visit our website to find out more about the village. We hope you will make a pilgrimage to Holden. Blessings and peace to you.